Let's start. So, welcome to whatever episode this is of Roma Happens Podcast. We are actually, I think, closing season one, so so, so to speak. Let's go on the finale. One. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm Greaves, joined by Char. Char, say something fun. Something fun. As usual. And we are joined Wait, here today. Fun. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. I was about to say Wait, we got tracks on my birthday, dude. Happy like, birthday! That's my birthday gift. <laughs> Happy Thanks. birthday! I'm Thanks. sorry about like the last time and everything. I'm, 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 it like, worked I'm... out better. This is. Wait, you didn't show up to Greaves's party? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> the yeah. ice cream cake melted. Nobody showed up. His dad was out looking for cigarettes and milk. Why didn't you show up? What's your excuse? <laughs> I was getting cigarettes and milk. Oh, okay, <laughs> fine. So, uh, last time Trax and I tried to record a podcast and Trax was like, Char is not here, it's kind of pointless for us two to talk only, so let's do it next time. I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, we got Char, oh sorry, Trax, a uh, famous mod from the Roma Discord server who's no longer a mod. Um, I'm pretty much just an asshole. <laughs> you, you were a mod and now without the, the privileges, you're just an asshole. Yeah. Um, if, <laughs> why did you lose your mod privileges, by the way, for those who don't know? I didn't. I left uh, the Discord because I get way too angry when I talk uh, <laughs> with people online. I think you you noticed that. Yeah. Um, so I left, and then when I came back, I pinged the Malteser like 20 times to give me my mod <laughs> powers back, and he was like, I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> why did you beat? Why did you leave? Um your fault so yeah uh Trax and i hated each other the first couple of months on the roma discord server because we're kind of similar actually like we don't have respect for different opinions when we consider them stupid and uh we kind of just flamed each other for a while and called each other a lot of stuff and then like two years later we we're like hey good bro we're good and like yeah we're good and that's it <laughs> now we're good yeah um, I, would, I would love to meet you i i will actually Oh yeah, yeah. One day, man. One day. We almost both went to Budapest, but uh, then, yeah, I don't know. It was expensive for Char, and I had no money whatsoever. It wasn't so expensive. It's... I couldn't get the day off. Oh, really? That was the that excuse? Was it. Okay. That was the only excuse, is I couldn't get the day, I couldn't get the two days I needed to travel off. <laughs> the only thing you missed was watching uh, me, Sase, and uh, a couple more guys uh, cry and break down. Oh shit! Yeah, we we I can't meet you if you're accompanied by by uh, Sase or Sasha. What's his name? He's actually he's actually only like the annoying online. He's actually like <laughs> the, he's a, he's well, a it's nice like guy. everybody online. Everybody is like a paper tiger online. Yeah, that that basically explains Roma fans. Um, paper wolves, I guess. So tracks. What does what does Trexillion mean? Please please tell us. Where did you get that from? Because I'm sure nobody wants to know, but I do. Actually, I don't... Like, uh, I used to play like Team Fortress 2 a lot, and my name was uh, Spy Crab. Uh, it's like the emote you do with the spy. Yeah. And then just, uh, I felt like my nickname wasn't creative enough, so I just typed something randomly, and uh, it sticked. 
Like, there's nothing really behind it. That's... Cool. That's really cool. Nah, actually. That's actually retarded, but it fits. No, but it, it's original. Like, it doesn't matter. Because I kept trying to, like, make original nickname for myself forever, and that's why I have, like, 20 nicknames. But it always comes up being, like, a last name of some cool character I saw somewhere. <laughs> like, yes, this is original, but, like, deep inside, I know that it just copied something. Uh, like, Greaves, it's just from Call of Horror's Gunslinger. Uh, main character's called so. yeah. it's you, know, you played it? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, that's a, such a great game. Like, it ruined Red Dead Redemption 2 for me. Like, on, I, I could never fully enjoy RDR2 just because I had Call of Juarez in the back of my head. Like, the story, the the characters you get to know, the the, the immersion, that's like... The game is like two hours long. You get so immersed into the Wild West and into into the whole thing. And it's and then, so like, fun. The gameplay is incredible. Ah, uh, it's so replayable, actually. Even though, like, there is no other way of doing things except, like, <laughs> the one way, and it's still so replayable. Um... Wait, what did I want to ask? Yeah, how did you become a Roma fan and all that stuff? How how long have you been suffering with us? Basically, in Israel, every much uh, everyone is uh, was. I mean, right now it's kind of different with the, the Premier League. But back when I was younger, everyone was either a Barcelona or a Real Madrid fan. Mm-hmm. And essentially, I used to be a Real Madrid fan when I was really, really young. But, you know, like, not really a fan. I, I, I just said that I like them, and that's pretty much it. Um, I, I also enjoyed, like, watching random football matches. I really enjoyed watching uh, the French League and uh, the Italian League. When was this? Uh, when was this? 2012, around that time. Mm-hmm. And... I remember talking about uh, Totti and De Rossi with the, one of my friends, and that made me start to watch Roma matches. <clears throat> and Same afterwards, as... I guess, I just uh, fell in love with the team. I actually, the first season I considered myself like a Roma fan and watched everything was uh, the season with Garcia and, uh, uh, sorry, the season with Enrique and then Zeman and then Andrea Zoli. Uh, I actually went for my uh, bar mitzvah, I was uh, 13 that year, mm-hmm. to the Olimpico to watch uh, the Copa final that we don't speak about. Uh, oh, so yeah, no. That's pretty much it. Uh, that's, a, that's a sad bar mitzvah. <laughs> Absolutely. Sad mitzvah. Uh, yeah, cool. Interesting. That's fun times my i i kind of started following roma like intensely you could say when we hired rudy garcia um i i i never realized that you can like watch streams and that there's communities and stuff before that like i was sometimes catching games on tv but like just reading the news and like refreshing a fucking random local Serbian sports page for like all transfer news all day long. I was like, please, something about the Roma, please. <laughs> and then I realized, oh shit, there's community. Oh yeah, okay, internet is a is a thing. And uh, yeah, it's that 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 Rudy Garcia season. I remember uh, we won the first ten games. The first goal scored by us was uh, Jonathan Biabiani from Parma, and. Uh, and we still won the game 2-1, and then fucking collapse in the second half of the season. Like, it wasn't that terrible, but it kind of showed a sign of things to come, of, like, just rigid system of 
just kick it to Gervinho, watch him sprint into nothing and fail to shoot. Ah, beautiful football days. Beautiful. Back when we didn't have to worry about Dotti getting kicked out. Um, cool. So, Char, uh, what is your favorite goal this season? Favorite goal you, this season? You I have mean, uh, Tammy. Wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll offer some. Tammy no, this season hasn't Juventus. started. There's no goals. <laughs> I don't All know. Right. Like, question. Do not answer know. without your lawyer. Do not answer. I don't have a lawyer. Do you know any good lawyers? Uh, is of course, I'm a Jew. <laughs> Mangos is not a lawyer. Okay. Uh, favorite goal this season? By our attacking players, because there was zero, or by our defense, because that was all of them. So it's it's kind of a two-part question, actually. What is like the goal that you remember first? Because we haven't scored that many goals this season. Um... And then, like, I'll, I'll I'll give you some, and you tell me, like, if you change your mind. Uh, by anyone, doesn't matter who. Well, I know, like, it was ended up being for nothing, but Dybala's goal in this in the final was actually really amazing to watch. It probably was better live. Um, in the final. Yeah, First in the early final. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know there's been a lot of blackout drinking since then, but that one was really amazing to watch. Um. I liked Cristante's precision pass off the penalty. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to the post, good. yeah. That was good. <laughs> I, I, it... Yeah, Trax, I sent, I sent Grease a message. I was like, watch, Cristante's going to pass back somehow, and then it happened. I was like, holy shit, he did. <laughs> that, that was with the headband, right? When he had the head injury. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was like... Ah. Uh, that's that was who you're I choose Concuss Crisante. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, okay, Trax, do you have any any like first goal that comes to mind? The Dybala goal in the final, since I saw it live. And like that entire first half, we played mm-hmm. uh, some of the best football I've seen us play this season, actually. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't change your mind of something like Ola Solbakin's first goal at Olympico or Dybala versus Inter or Dybala, the, the amazing shot outside of the box, volley against Empoli. Or not volley, just a long shot. Dybala or... has too many good goals. Dybala against Feyenoord. Like, there's, a, there's like a good... I, I don't remember against who, but like Elsa had like a really good goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That also comes to mind. I don't remember against who, though. The one where he basically dribbled into into the post, uh, into the in, in this, inside the box. Yeah. Um, I, that was actually, Verona. I actually love him. Yeah, Alsha is amazing. Like Alsha can score the most amazing goals. Like he cannot score a normal, basic-looking goal. That doesn't exist for him. <laughs> it's always some weird, insane shit. It's such a shame he went to China. I mean, wouldn't you? 16 million uh, per season and uh, only Yeah, half I mean, absolutely. But, uh, still. So, the goal versus Feyenoord in the 89th minute doesn't doesn't change your mind? Uh, actually, uh, I mean, not the, the goal itself. Like, it wasn't really amazing or anything, but, like, the occasion? Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's a good shout. Just There's been a couple today. times where, like, the ball has come off the bench. It's like, all you're doing is waiting for him to score. There, I forget. There was one in the regular in the in the league, and they had him on the bench, and like 
he came on in like the 55th minute or something like that. And then the 57th minute he scored. I was like, that's, yeah. that, that's just, that's just insulting right there. He's like, I'm going to come on. I'm going to give me the ball. I'm going to shoot and I'm going to score. It's a cheat code when it's healthy. It really is. Yep. He um, carried hard. He carried us so hard last season. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm pissed off at him, actually. I Today I learned I'm Paulo Dybala and Greaves is Roma in Rocket League. <laughs> Are you constantly injured? Yes. <laughs> I'm carrying the shit out of him. I play like I'm injured. I play like I don't have a left hand. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Dybala, it's kind of like I... I obviously want him to stay and want him to be at Roma for years, but I don't want a Roma that relies on just one player that's injured half the season anyway. Yeah, like, absolutely. Injuries are part of the game, but like we are fucking focused on Leonibala. If he's out, we're like, well, here comes the draw. Here's come. Here comes four midfielders. Kumbula's coming on. No defenders are coming on. Oh shit, ball is injured. No, uh, my favorite goal is actually uh, I'll have to be a contrarian. Uh, Mancini's goal against Juventus. That just came out of yeah, fucking nowhere. That's a good one. That just uh, like from Mancini, who yeah, he probably like thought the ball was a player. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Mancini, do you actually value him? You know his contribution as a as 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 I want to say a player because not what I'm getting at, but he's not really a leader. I guess he's too young to be that. Like the whole thing where he yells at teammates and slaps him, and everyone's celebrating. He starts punching people in the face. <laughs> What's your take on that? I think that he's an absolute maniac. And I don't think he could be a good leader even with, when he gets older because he's uh, he's pretty much Jose in uh, player form, but he just he just allows himself to get physical with pretty much everyone. And uh, when we get uh, Skamaka, I fully expect us to set a record for uh, red cards in a season. <laughs> I. When he came here, like, during his uh, first two years, I thought he was average. But last year, he actually looked really good. I, st- I have, like, a hot take, when, which I think sure. uh, Ibanez is actually a better defender than him. Okay. But the issue is Ibanez makes a lot of dumb mistakes, and he's actually a Lazio player in the derbies. But like as a whole, I think he's the better defender. Uh, I would say Mancini is more consistent, uh, in my opinion. Ibanez has propensity to. I don't even know what I wanted to say with that. Ibanez can do amazing things. Sorry. Small potato confuse you. Oh shit! You can hear him. Yeah, kids. uh, (laughs) Kids having. That's happy screams, by the way. Yes. You, you you would know if it was painful screams. That's just happiness. Yeah, he's happy because we we don't have to watch Roma for like two months. <laughs> yeah, I have when I watch Roma, I usually take him with me and uh, hold him in my lap. And like on one monitor, it's Roma, and the other monitor, it's something else. He never watches Roma. <laughs> he just doesn't care about the left side. Ah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's uh, considered child abuse. <laughs> Making him Maybe. watch that stuff. 
maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of upset that it's a hot take that that Ibanez is a good defender. Like he makes some mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, but like it just tends to happen to him. That's all. Um, that's at least how I see it. But like I, he's so 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 promising. If we don't have to play him every single game and say one mistake and we concede and you're fucked and Roman Media will crucify you, I think he will flourish. That's kind of why it's amazing that we're going to get Lirante back. We're going to get um, Indica, or I already got him. And uh, Ibanez won't have to play every single game anymore and there's no pressure to perform anymore and he can just focus on developing. Like, he's not a 30 million player. He's a... He's Potentially a 60 50, 60. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm kind yeah. of glad that we... I mean, you're pretty much saying what I think, because yeah. I already said it, that if Ibanez went to like a good destination like Atletico, in a year or two, he will be a mm-hmm. top five defender. Oh yeah, yeah. He's going to Saudi Arabia in a year or two. So yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, Gattuso has agreed to work in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if, it, if he's going to play or coach, but uh, it just says Gennaro Gattuso has chosen to work in Saudi Arabia. I mean, so, it might not be football-related. He might, like, become a construction worker. How do you know? <laughs> um, so a good weight loss program, being a construction worker in Saudi Arabia. Are you implying well, he's fat? No, I'm implying that I should be a construction worker. Are you implying yes, you are fat? fat? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm American. Hey, All I do is eat McDonald's and shit. Yeah, some of us like food. Unlike people in the Middle East, apparently. Never trust Skinny Chef. Although Middle East food is the bomb. I had some on the weekend. It was delicious. Does, does actually... I, I wanted to ask, does food in Israel differ much from food in the rest of the Middle East? Um, I don't think so. I haven't been in the rest of the Middle East, but uh, there isn't <laughs> it, there isn't such a thing as Israeli food. Like our national dish is falafel, and we stole falafel from Egypt. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't originate from here. Uh, so pretty much the Israeli kitchen is uh, is Moroccan, Polish, Russian, because uh, yeah. Israel is a very diverse. Uh, ethnicity group so when you when I can go and eat uh, in a Moroccan restaurant uh, the chef is a Moroccan Jew his parents are from Morocco so it's pretty much the same <laughs> also uh, you can just go like to uh, the uh, Arabic uh, cities and have just authentic Arab food it's yeah Right, right. That that makes sense. I mean, I'm pretty sure I never had falafel, which is kind of weird because I live next to a falafel place. I used to live in Serbia. It's uh, pretty average. You're not uh, missing out. Yeah, I'm not a fan of like traditional food. It's like, oh my god, you must try our traditional food. Nah, whatever. If 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 it looks nice, I'll probably eat it. I don't eat most of Serbian food for that reason. Uh, somebody asked, actually, a guy that we wanted to have as a guest today as well, but I forgot to invite him, I guess, Leonard. He was asking me about some food in Serbia, and I'm like, here's a list of things that I don't eat. You have to try all of this. Um, so, speaking of 
Uh, speaking of Roma, you mentioned something when I said that I make my kid watch with me. You said it's a torture. Why? Do you not like how the team plays, or do you just think that our results are so horrendous that it's like what? what what's your take on that? Because I'm I mean, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that, that 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 you're pro Jose staying and not in a camp of like I want him fucking gone. Like I, I am. Ha- I have become a Jose stan. You cannot convince <laughs> me other. Uh, Tell us about your transformation. Like... Tell us about your journey there. Yeah, absolutely. I. Uh... I didn't hate Jose. Okay, I hated Jose. Uh, <laughs> because uh, we played shit football and everyone just kept giving excuses like, uh, oh, we don't have any budget. And he kept like provoking referees and he kept like uh, saying in the interviews, if I finish top four, I'm basically uh, a god. But uh, then we got to the Europa League final and uh, pretty much everything is forgotten. He could uh, he could come and uh, shit in my house uh, on my carpet if he wants. I I don't have a, a problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, if uh, if you have a connection, just uh, tell him I said that. It's very <laughs> it's very important to me. We I think we have an Instagram page now, so we're gonna clip this and put it there, and hopefully Jose sees it. Fantastic. Um... <laughs> I will I, I will be sued for sexual harassment. That's fantastic. What if you're into that, though? Getting sued by uh, by Jose Mourinho? I mean, uh, wait, that wait, would wait, be wait. an experience. If he sues you for sexual harassment, then we will know that he's into that. If he doesn't, he's probably going to think it's just, you know, interesting. That's actually a good point. <laughs> Did I actually like tell you guys that I had direct contact with the, the team twice? Like with the management? Weren't you trying to start a uh, like an academy team in Israel? Yeah, yeah, that's the second time. The first time I tried convincing them to open a, a Hebrew uh, Twitter page, and uh, they told me to fuck off. Uh, <laughs> and then the second time I tried, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and then the second time I tried to make a, a Roma academy in Israel. Like uh, have like a feeder club or whatever. I don't know how uh, how the ter- the term is called. Uh, they told me that I, I would have to bring like everything on my own, like contact the Israeli club and everything, which wasn't an issue. But they told me I can't. They give me a bunch of information, and they told they basically told me you have this information, but you can't use it. You just have to go and propose with uh, your own idea. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna do that, and uh, that's uh, where it ended. Huh. If you haven't signed any NDAs, can you tell us what those, what that information was? <laughs> A lot of uh, technical information about uh, uh, how the youth programs uh, work. Uh-huh. Um, the Primavera, the little kids, and everything. The expectations they have from a player, like the code of conduct. The amount of staff they want to hire just it's a lot of boring stuff but uh i, I can't like just go to a team and uh, tell them nothing and expect them to say yes i i wanted to bring all of this information with me but uh, the management told me yeah you can't do that so uh yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome i guess 
I don't know, man. I wanted to uh, form an esports club like long long time ago. That was gonna be under Roma to like help them develop their esports part. And uh, like I bought a giant fucking notebook. It was had like three thousand pages, I think. And I think I filled in like I don't know, three, three or four hundred pages. And uh, like it was fucking huge. Like you couldn't carry that. It just, it just sat in my kitchen. And uh, my mom was always like, what is this? Can I No, fuck off. Don't fucking put anything on it. Um, so no, it was kind of... I was really into it. And it was awesome. And I was like, I'm going to have a fucking Rocket League. This is a new game. It's like football. It's awesome. We're going to play Overwatch. It's a new game. It's awesome. And um, then I just really knew that they partnered up with Fnatic. And that Jim Palotta bought a stake in Fnatic. <laughs> I was like, oh. of all the teams you could get, you got the one that's fucking just looking for profit and never for quality. Which then later made sense because Palato was trying to show how diverse Roma is, how it's like in everything, you know? You're buying something amazing when in reality it's just uh, like a. Your thoughts glass actually house. about Palotta as an owner? Uh. Always wanted to make Roma a product he can sell for more money. I don't know uh, if it's for more money or for influence or if he was just doing something on the side. I, I have no idea. I don't think he's very smart. I mean, I agree with uh, the first part. I know about uh, him be being smart a lot, but we have to appreciate the fact that he pulled us out from uh, pretty much bankruptcy. Would bankers bankruptcy have been a bad thing? I mean, you can't really... No, that's the thing. We might have, like, dissolved. We might have come back. We, like, Napoli. I don't know. Could have come back as a Fedain FC. Uh, I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you wanted, sure. I don't know. I think... Uh, I, had a, I had an idea elsewhere to... Um, just go bankrupt and form a Romulus FC or AS Romulus. No, wait. This was the AS Remus then. The other brother. Just for the club named after the other brother and just be like, fuck it, this is Roma now. Uh, I don't know. I, I We are still paying off debts. Like, we read every summer that the Friedkins have invested 700 million more into clearing our debt. And it's like, okay, how much longer? When are we clear of debt? Uh, yeah, I appreciate that Palotta brought up Roma, made it shiny, made it better. Social media, I don't know how he did that. I think he just hired amazing people by accident. He got the, the social media guy from Liverpool. He actually like uh, consulted us on the subreddit what we wanted from the new Roma website. And that was actually Wait. very cool. Really? Yeah. Uh, if you want, I can try and find the post, but I'll doubt. I doubt I'll find it. Nah, I mean, I just didn't know. That's fucking awesome. You can ask Malteser. He 100% has that saved. <laughs> has it framed as well? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am trying to find it right now. Char, what do you think of Palotta? What was your... We never talked about Palotta much, actually. Huh? Yeah, I was uh, signed an NDA. I can't talk about him. Here it is. Wow. I just want to read the comments. 
Did I, I comment on there? I, I deleted my account. I think I Eight remember. years ago. Holy shit. Paul was the guy who was reading the scenario to color of, of like what his signing announcement would be, right? I think that so. That was the Paul guy. <laughs> One of the best announcement videos ever. Uh, yeah, I'm not reading Malteser's essay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not reading this thread. Fuck off. Also, I... Like that's that's a big part of why I love this club. I I don't know if you noticed when that happened, but uh, there was like a guy who was suicidal and he posted on our subreddit, and people contacted the club and the staff actually responded to his comments. I think they also like sent him uh, swag, and that, that's just amazing. I forget so what it was, uh, like. To a lesser degree, but like El Shaharway hit a shot a couple years ago, and some rando was like, "Yeah, I could do that too." So they invited him to the Olympic to take on. And oh yeah, same <laughs> shot, and he fucked up so hard. That's <laughs> a great video. Yeah, there was also this uh, the one thing where they would invite they invited like three or four people fans randomly. And they went to Trigoria. I don't know if it was like with some players or something. They had no idea. They told them they come to the club to be presented with like gifts or something. But they like did a whole segment with them. Like there was like a lot of content and drama created. It was fun. But uh, I'm, there was a guy on Kiazeritoti who was posting a lot, and he's handicapped. Um, Samson, I think his name. And uh, he's an awesome guy. He's like really truly awesome guy. I think he's Mexican or something. And somebody contacted Roma as like, hey guys, there is this guy, he's the biggest fan of Roma ever, and like, literally within two days, he was at the Olympico taking pictures with everyone, and they were like, like, Roma wasn't the one pushing it, it just like, Samson posted all of the pictures on Facebook and stuff, he was like, oh my god, look what Roma did for me. Like, they were tryharding for a while. So, I guess on that aspect, Palota's era was good in the sense that they brought Roma to international scene more. Like, I remember the fucking first time I opened Roma's website was 2010. It was horrible. It was like red background and the letters were like, I don't know, from 1994. <laughs> the website really did look like it was from the 90s. Like, it was just unchanged. Everything was Italian. The news were like four years old. There was nothing. So it's I still don't think that Palotta changed the club to be like a shiny toy he can flog for more money, but I don't know. He was all, wait, who was it? It was somebody, maybe it was Malt. I don't remember. But Palotta was the first American owner in Syria. Hmm. And so, you know, all the, all the Italians were like, keep, keep Syria in Italy. And now look at them. They. I forget. Think us later, Milan. <laughs> it's yeah, Fiorentina. At, at least we're at least we're you know like right now we're being run kind of competently as opposed to Milan, who it seems like their recent transfer window this year is. Who's Roma buying? Let's go in and hijack those deals. Hey. I mean, that was that was Inter for like a couple of years. Ah, Spalletti, <laughs> that's a nice coach. Ah, Sabatini, <laughs> how did we hear of you before? Ah, Rajanain Golan, that's a great player. Yeah, Mancini uh, before that. Um, of that Ed and Jacko did a transfer to Fenerbahce now. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually go. sad. Why? 
Uh, because, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. but uh, if we kept him, I believe he he would have been better than Tammy overall. Like, I don't know if the first season he would have reached those numbers under Jose, but uh, overall he would have been better in those two years. Well, two parts to this. Uh, we didn't lose him as much as he wanted to leave. Like, we didn't send him away. We lost him. He wanted to leave. He was asking for higher salary. He went from 6 million gross at Roma to like 9.5 million net or something at Inter. I forgot. Because they are paying him way more. And he was trying to leave for like a year and a half before that. If you'll remember, that was the time that we almost sold him to Inter. And then the next, the following summer, he was also kind of like on the verge of leaving. And then he just stayed. And then when Jose came, he left. So I think he was trying to leave Inter for a while now. I don't know why. I'm not sure what happened to him. But I think he fits Jose's style way better. Like the whole thing where you punt the ball across the entire pitch to the striker and hope that he does something with it. Yeah, fucking he would hold it for 10 seconds while the rest of the team arrives. Yeah, his hold-up play was incredible. And you'd think Tammy would have good hold-up play because he's like two meters tall and he's... Uh... He has muzzles and everything, but he's probably one of the weakest players I have seen. He just <laughs> falls over everything. That's true. That's true. His core is not very strong, but... Sounds like a 22 we had. Uh, we don't speak about him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he was a great player. Wait, should we, should we make an episode where... We just bring tracks and and uh, mangoes and be like, "Is this all a topic?" Go. I would like put a screwdriver through both of my eardrums. <laughs> so, um, what you think, Zaniola was? Uh, wait, no, we're talking about Tammy. You think Tammy is weak? I do agree yeah. that he's weak on his legs, but as a dribbler, he's fucking amazing. Like he's the tallest dribbler I've ever seen. Yeah, it's um, great dribble. He doesn't know how to play with his back towards the goal. He needs to run straight. Which is kind of weird again. He's a good striker, but I don't think he fits our system. Yeah, I see him fitting uh, Manchester City better than Holland, to be honest. Because... I mean, that's a pretty hot take. Yeah! Because he would start dribbling the ball and distributing and passing in the midfield. He wouldn't be like, sitting inside the enemy box and be like, Okay, give me the ball. I don't think City... They're doing well playing that. It's just that their team is just so ins fucking insane that it succeeds. I mean, if you can convince Pep and we do a, a straight swap, that, that sounds fine. So Ryan has to sell half of his airplane collection to pay one Holland's salary. The dude has four P-51 Mustangs. I just want one. Yeah, did you try emailing him? I did. I was like, hi, Dan. Uh, I'm a aviation mechanic. Could I uh, fix one of those for you? He's like, uh, no. Ooh, that's too bad. Well, I tried to email Danny Ainge to draft fucking Nikola Jokic about 20 times, and I got ignored. So, um, now look at him. He's in Utah. Ainge, at least. So, Trax, I don't think you follow NBA at all, right? No, but I know that uh, a fat Serbian won the NBA this season. Yeah. That's what Grief should change his nickname to on the Discord. <laughs> Baby. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, Fat Serbian, that's an accurate way to put it. Fat Serbian with Gangster Brothers. I love that they were interviewing some other Denver Nuggets players and they asked them about Jokic's brothers. And I forget who it was, like Michael Porter Jr. or something. And it was like, oh no, his brothers are gangsters. Like they're just Serbian mafia. I don't know, dude. Don't mess with them. <laughs> it's funny because they are. Uh, yeah, Zaniolo, you think that it's, it was a good idea to get rid of him? I don't think we had a choice. How so? We were forced to sell him. I mean, he he decided he wants to leave. He faked an injury. Uh, then he tried to force us to accept Milan's offer, which was a shit offer. He rejected Bournemouth because he thought he's too good for them. I mean, either you keep, keep the player and show other players that they can fuck us, or you sell the player, or you just keep him on the stands as a principal. Uh, I, I despise him. And I would have been very happy to see him in the stands, but it isn't a smart uh, decision. Yeah. I was actually very much against the idea of selling him in winter because I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever done. We didn't really replace him, and I was calling out Pinto for a long time for that. But I actually realized... Sorry about that. I actually realized that we had to reduce the um, team value before the playoffs started. Otherwise our debt from having to sell th for 30 million this summer would have grown to like 50 million or something. So it's good that we sold him now. Um, fun times. So yeah. you've been to, you've been to Tirana, you've been to Budapest. Tell us about it. What was better? Who, were you, who, who, who? Did you have like better company in Tirana or was the same people or? Uh, what was in the Tirana, I was with the uh, Sase and uh, the Estonian guy who got me the tickets. His name is Brad. And uh, in Budapest, I I was actually with a lot of people. There were like three Macedonians. Uh, Sorry, five Estonians. North yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, five Estonians, uh, an American, and uh, some Italians as well. Um, the stadium in Toronto was absolutely awful. <laughs> uh, I remember like going to the bathroom at halftime and just seeing people snort coke. I was like, okay, okay sure. Uh, in Budapest, it was a lot more organized, but uh, even if we won, it would have been the worst experience because uh, we sat in the neutral grounds. Uh, like in Toronto, we sat uh, with the Roma fans. And mm -hmm. in Budapest, they didn't let us do that. And uh, in Tirana, we we sang our heart our heart out. Uh, like they, uh, I couldn't hear a single Feyenoord fan. I don't know what you heard in TV on TV, but uh, I couldn't hear anything except the Roma fans. But uh, in Budapest, I was really disappointed because I think the Sevilla fans actually did better than us, uh, fan-wise. Well, that's because they had Maltesers sitting with them. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> the man went to Roma given set with Sevilla fans, I don't know. Um, 
but no, he he told us about it in the last episode. It sounded it sounded fun. Like as long as it's not like a Lazio fan or Juventus fan group, then or Napoli, you're kind of it's not a bad thing, I guess, to sit among enemies because like you just kind of get to see what it's like, and you're like, haha, I'm a Roma fan, haha, whatever. But I guess it can get pretty dangerous if you do it with others. So I don't know. Um, Almost died in Tirana twice. Almost got stabbed. <laughs> what? Uh, I decided to wear a Roma shirt every day to Repas. And now the Italian fans only came on match day, so Tirana was full of Dutch people. Okay. Uh, day before the match, they closed every restaurant uh, early. And it was me, Brad, the Estonian, and his friend. We were hungry. We didn't have food in uh, our uh, Airbnb. So we looked around for a place that was open. We saw a place with a ton of police at the entrance. And you were like, so, I'm going to uh, go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so like, okay, that place must be like open. There must be food there. So we go in and everything is fine. And then like halfway through, I notice we're in the Feyenoord fan zone. And I'm wearing a toddy short. Uh, a toddy shirt. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, this is my last day on Earth, uh, I guess. I saw some like a random Indian guy selling fake uh, uh, scarves. Like fake uh, half and half scarves. Feyenoord and uh, Roma scarves. Uh, it was actually funny because after I bought the scarf, I noticed that he misspelled Feyenoord. Like, on the scarf, it's typed like this, with three O's. <laughs> so anyway, I buy the scarf, I use it to hide uh, the Roma symbol on my shirt. We find an open uh, pizzeria, we order some shit pizza. We start to eat. Uh, a family next to us uh, noticed that uh, I'm wearing a Roma shirt. They were actually like very nice. Uh, they spoke to us. They told me I'm a fucking idiot and uh, th those kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Eventually, other people noticed me and uh, they started shouting at me, and, like uh, throwing uh, out slurs and everything. So uh, the family, the the family was like, uh, "Okay, it's time for you to leave." And I'm like, okay, guys, are you coming? Like to Brad and uh, the other guy. And I'm, they're like, uh, no, we're fine. We're, we're not wearing uh, Roma shirts. We're gonna stay here and eat. I'm like, okay, fuck you guys. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna go run, uh, run uh, to the other side uh, and try to avoid uh, the stabbings. So that was the first time. And the second time was uh, after the game. <laughs> the fans were separated. Uh, but it was only like for a few streets. After you walk like uh, you walk like a kilometer or two from the stadium, you'd uh, bump into like random people. So right. uh, I was like with a Roma shirt, with a Roma scarf, with like a, a Roma flag uh, around me, uh, and uh, I met some Feyenoord guys, and uh, they actually started uh, yelling at me, and uh, <laughs> actually started uh, started chasing me. Uh, luckily, I was uh, really close to my car, so I was able to stay alive. Right. Other than that, we <laughs> went uh, drinking, uh, and there were a bunch of Feyenoord fans in the bar. And they were fine at the start, but afterwards they got drunk and they started... Uh, and and they tried to, uh, to fight us and just uh, bark. 
the bar guy just uh, threw them out. Right. So you didn't tell us how you survived. What did you do? In which scenario? The the the, the second one. You said that you just, just ran away from them. Yeah, I just ran to my car. Ah, oh, okay. Pulled you up to Rossi a... and broke their leg. Yeah. <laughs> I, the threw, I threw the Roma scarf at them and they tore their ACL. <laughs> uh, rip Tammy Abraham. So and well, everyone else. Rip Tammy's knees. Um, Tammy yeah. Abraham. Eh, doesn't work as good as Colozeolo. Nicola's in the yellow when you take out his knees. <laughs> just Colosseum. So cool. Which which experience was better, Tirana or or Budapest? Tirana because we is... won. <laughs> Minus the result. Like result aside, what did you what did you? I prefer? enjoyed the Budapest a lot more than I did Tirana, but uh, <laughs> Tirana was actually like uh, it was pretty unique because I stayed like at a random village. And on the first uh, night when I get there, there isn't really an address on the Airbnb. So I get to the place and she tells me, oh, just go up the mountain and you'll find it. So I go up the <laughs> mountain, all the way up the mountain, and I find some like abandoned ruins. And I see some teenagers and I'm like, okay, they're going to harvest my organs now. <laughs> uh, but eventually I did end up finding it. And uh, yeah, it was a nice trip. It was a nice trip in the end. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I just I just like asking because I'm Serbian, so obviously I like people shit talking Albania. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. It's funny. I I can't wait f to hear Leonard's stories about how shit Serbia is, so I can say I told you so. Why would you go there? You're gonna do like a trip or in Balkans or whatever. Wait, should I be saying this? No. Eh. It's Leonard. Who cares? Um. Nobody's gonna miss his lukewarm takes. So, <laughs> uh, what do you what do you think about this whole thing where uh, players are just leaving to Saudi Arabia? Is that same thing as China, or is there actually some merit in that, or do you think they might challenge Champions League with creating their own Super League? Or I don't think they're gonna challenge uh, the Champions League. I think it's more likely that uh, they'll bribe UEFA enough to add uh, one of their own teams to uh, the Champions League. Hmm. I think it's awful, but uh, I also think like the Premier League is awful. Yeah, They're both awful. So fuck both of them. It would be interesting if they just take players from the Premier League. I mean, they have been, but take more. Yeah, but like... uh, the Premier League takes players from us. So uh... yeah. True. True. Why can't they take players from Spain again? Just go back to Spain. Stop taking Italian players. Like Giuliano, because there's only two good teams in Spain. Uh, one and a half. Atletico, Atletico and Real Madrid. Is Modric going to Saudi Arabia? Or is he staying in Real Madrid? He declined and no, extended. Staying. Uh, I just read that uh, Max Allegri has got an offer to go to Saudi Arabia as well for 30 million per season for three years. Yeah, that's uh, that's more than Bin Laden. He is a bit of a terrorist after all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. True. Uh, Jose supposedly received 100 million offer per season to go there as well. I don't know why he's he's staying to play in the Europa League. Like, I was 100% sure he would take that. And now I'm, as a as a quote unquote hater, 
I feel like I may have underestimated his commitment to Roma. Or, from a devil's, how do you say it, angle, perspective, um, devil's advocate, he might actually value his reputation more than he values money. It might be that he's, he was rather have people be like, ah, oh, yeah, Jose Mourinho was the savior of Rome. He declined Saudi Arabians. That like just that hearing that and that being like his Wikipedia page is more important than getting hundred million a year. Like I, he might just be the guy who goes, what the fuck am I gonna do with hundred million that I can't do with twenty that I have? Yeah, so I don't know. absolutely agree. It's a, uh, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but like the guy has a massive ego and he wants to like yeah. repair his reputation. I do think he cares for us, but he doesn't care enough like to reject a hundred million from Real Madrid. But from Saudi Arabia, <laughs> like fuck them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, unless we have Saudi Arabian listeners, in that case, we love you guys. Don't, don't. buy Roma. Wait, I don't. Would it be a bad thing if so? What? I don't. I don't. You're from Israel. Is it a bad thing that if Saudi Arabian people bought Roma? What do you mean? Like, would it be a bad thing? Not for you personally, but like, would it be a bad thing if we suddenly got oil money? Yeah, stop watching us. Really? There's a thing on Reddit. Somebody said that there might be something coming down the pike this year. Oh, fuck. The West. Not, gonna... not, a, not like an ownership takeover, but a maybe a sponsor. Let me see if I can find it again. I mean, a sponsor, we already had Qatar Airways. I mean, it's bearable. But uh, if they buy the club, I will stop watching us until uh, we get a new owner. Hmm. That's interesting. Wayne stopped watching Roma until Joseph leaves. <laughs> Not that he hates Joseph, but it's because uh, he doesn't like watching that type of football. So this is why I like to talk to people. I like to hear everyone's fucking opinions. See, it's actually interesting that Saudi Arabian League might get one representative in the new Champions League. That did not occur to me. Is that your idea? Like, admit it. Is that your original thought or did you just hear someone say that? Do you think I have an original thought? You yeah. think I am able to actually think about something that sounds smart? Yes. I'm, okay, thank you. We uh, only I have the best you. and brightest on here. Yeah, yeah. And then. that's why that's why <laughs> Craig is here recording us. Hi, Craig. Um, no, I read it on Reddit. Ah, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's that will yeah, it might work. I, I think they will just spend a lot of money, get the World Cup, and then uh, just say fuck it. Is that the town, the name of the city in Malaysia or something? Fuck it. I think it's in Thailand. Phuket. Phuket. Is that how it's pronounced? Have Thailand. no clue. There is a there is a whatever language in Thailand Thai language probably. No, it's Spe- like spelling uh, of the of the city. Well, let me check because it isn't Thai. It isn't like Thai. It's uh like a weird uh, language. Oh, it is Thai. Never mind. I'm autistic. <laughs> yeah, I learned this I guess 25 years ago in first grade. Um, because I was just guessing. So. Cool. This, What's this your is how you what... pronounce it? Uh... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what I was saying. Like, I've uh, there is a pronunciation instructions in their language that I, 
It looks like Russian language, but backwards and cursive. I don't know. So, what do you think about this so far? Like, did the drama disappoint this season? Did we underachieve, overachieve? Because, for example, I saw a comment that might have been mine. I forgot. Um, that I'm not sure if someone said I'm not sure if it's more surprising that Jose reaches Champions League with this team, or that this team reaches Champions League with Jose. I think we underachieved. Uh, we absolutely failed in the in the Coppa Italia. We had the easiest uh, route to the final we could ask for, and we bottled it. Uh, in the league, we finished outside the top four. Pretty much, I, ex I actually expected us to be in the Europa final. I'm not kidding. I expected us from uh, last season to be in the Europa League final. Uh, so I wasn't that much uh, surprised. But uh, in the league and in the cup, we failed. I would, I would agree with that. Like it, there was that moment, match day thirty-two, where we were uh, equal points with fourth place, and we just like drew or lost. I think next four or five games or something like that, maybe more. It was kind of like, aha, yes, we're throwing everything at Europa League, but like we weren't. We were playing the full team. We just didn't get any results. Yeah. And then like match day thirty-five, we just stopped playing starters, which was actually better. Like, we look better without the starters. I don't know. This team is weird. But, uh, so, so, so what's your take? What's your take on why this happened? Is it purely Joseph fault? Is it team construction fault? Is it Cristante? What's, what's your take? League-wise, it is 100% uh, Joseph's fault because, uh, I, I, I don't think it's a bad decision. I mean, in hindsight it is, because we lost the final, but he decided to say fuck the league. And as you said, we yeah. didn't play our stars. We could have easily finished uh, fourth if we actually put in the effort on those last, uh, last few match days. But uh, we didn't. Uh, the Coppa Italia result... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think Jose has a lot to blame for that as well. I don't really remember the match, but I remember being mad about both the players and Jose, like having a really bad uh, game tactical wise, tactics wise, because our subs were awful. And I, I think he played Kambola. I think Kambola gave them a goal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jose isn't faultless. I, I, I agree with the, the criticism you say. Like, we played shit football. Um, yeah we we actually rotated quite a lot and that was like fourth time this season that we rotated half the team and just get shit stomped and it was kind of like okay if you haven't learned from the second time why haven't you learned from the third time it happens but like yeah it was cremonese and they hadn't won a single game so far in the entire season except beating uh who did they beat in like round before us was it napoli inter something like that i don't know they beat Napoli in the Coppa, yeah. Yeah. And thanks. And uh, I don't know. So, what's 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 your ideal team construction? Like so far, we've signed Hussein Awar. We're looking at Skamaka again, I guess. Not sure what's going to happen there. Silence. We brought Evan and Dika. 
Llorente is back. Uh, who was it that I just saw? We, we, we mentioned it on WhatsApp. The kid from Le Leeds. Yeah. yeah that he's coming in. And Rick Harstopper is leaving. What the fuck is that? Roma contact oh. Weston McKinney. <laughs> yeah, I saw that and I wanted to cry. Is he really that bad? I have no idea what Weston McKinney does or. I, I mean, think that the uh, I think that the reason that they're contacting is because he's kind of big on the national team, uh, and they kind of want like an American. If that was the case, I'd rather go get the goalkeeper Matt Turner, who's the third choice at Arsenal. Hell yeah, yeah. Just bring back Michael Bradley. I don't see why not. <laughs> Ugh. I still remember. Who was it that's, that he scored against? Was it Kievo in that 10 game win streak with Rudy Garcia? I think it was against Kievo that he scored. When but... the commentator yelled out Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor, right? Yeah! <laughs> Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor! Uh, Michael Bradley. So what's your what's your take? What do we need to do? What else do we need to strengthen? And what do you think about... Nah, I'll get to Cristante later. I want to hear your thoughts later. Let's assume we get a striker and we get the fullback from Leeds. Mm -hmm. We still need another midfielder and most importantly, we absolutely need a new goalkeeper. Patricio is not good enough to play for us as a starter. Villar, I don't think he's even a goalkeeper. I, just, I don't think he's a football player just found someone on the street and told him, hey, come on in. So we absolutely need a good goalkeeper. I'm really sad uh, Vicario is leaving, but I don't think we could have afforded $19 million for him. So yeah. we need to look elsewhere. He went to Tottenham, right? Yeah. Tottenham. Yeah. <sighs> Sadness. What can you do? I mean, there's like half a dozen proper, like, good goalkeepers, young goalkeepers in Syria. There's... I remember just one name, Karnaseki. I have no idea where he's from. But he's, Spezia uh, had a... He's from Atalanta. He's, uh, he was loaned to Cremonese. Uh, yeah, Cremonese had a good one. Uh, Spezia had a good goalkeeper. I think... Am no, Ampoli was Vicario. There was one team that we played that like we wanted to buy their goalkeeper, but then their second goalkeeper was also really fucking good. <laughs> I forgot if that was Ampoli, actually. It might have been. Uh, there's goalkeepers in Italy. They're, they're not, not scarce. I guess we're going to get someone later on that we're kind of trying to see how much money we have left or what we can do and whatever. Because like, whatever we spend now in July, we have to get rid of it with some interest before July 1, 2024. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so they gotta unless do we finish, moves. unless we finish top four, I control that force four or number one. I mean, and I win mean, Europa League. I mean, number one is in top four, but okay, sure. <laughs> um, I am kind of actually not impressed with Serie. A. Like, is Rudy Garcia a step back for Napoli? Absolutely. <laughs> like, I don't know the. It's kind of like, I remember him as a horrible coach, but then why would Napoli hire Rudy Garcia of all people? Of all people he could have thought of. You know who's next? EDF. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. no, wait, it was Spalletti, no? Spalletti came in after Rudy Garcia. No, Garcia. Oh yeah, Garcia, then Spalletti, then uh, EDF, then Ranieri, then Fonseca. Fonseca. 
Yeah. If Fonseca goes to Napoli, I'm, I'm gonna cry. Fonseca's my Fonseca, favorite human being. I think he's a he's a really good coach, but he got fucked over, but by essentially every team he chose. <laughs> yeah, I mean at Lille he's creating some good stuff. I feel like he's probably yeah, but like they're selling their best players and they're not giving him anything. So like, what do you want them to do? Yeah, I mean, eventually someone's gonna notice him. We'll see what to do in Europa League next year. Like, he can make good players out of anyone. Dude, fuck, like, I didn't bring you here to agree with me with everything, to just say, say things that I've been saying for half a year. Okay, Give me sorry. something different This was like a me. title, like, this was hyped up as like a title card bout of, like, the two people who hate each other the most. I was yes. disappointed, my popcorn's cold. I I hate Cristante. I think he's the source of all evil in Roma. Oh my god! I didn't want this fucking dead horse. <laughs> you 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 said, tracks. You said that you don't think he's bad. Why? I, I I mean, you know, I've hated him for a long while. Uh, I was on the hate train he... with you, but uh, you can shit in your house. Uh, yeah, alongside Jose. I, I... I can't shit in my house, but I think he's like an okay option. I think Matic is just better than him at everything, but Matic is just, it doesn't have the body to play every single game. Yeah. I don't know if Cristante should be a starter in an ideal, uh, like if, if we can actually get someone that costs money and is actually good. So why but do I don't people think defend awful. him? How? Um, I, he can't pass, he can't shoot, he doesn't get involved in attack. He plays DM, and the only reason he plays defensive midfield is because a 47-year-old Matic moves better than him. He led the league like, in tackles. Yeah, He well, runs a lot, and he tackles a lot. He uh, he had some good games this season, but like at the start of the season when we saw Kristantic, it was just like god-awful. Every yeah. game would be like Matic playing well, Cristante not doing anything. Yeah, but, uh, uh, we had... Towards... Sorry, sorry. Towards the end of the season, I think he... Uh, he became more reliable. I mean, it wasn't incredible. You can't, like, say, oh, Cristante is a great player, Matic is a great player. Okay, sure, how are we, like, six? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. There's people on subreddit who absolutely worship Cristante. They're like, after the season he had, he deserves a raise. And like, what's it? He had four good games, and they were all like in the last month of the season. Like, I don't know, we forget everything else. And he's been here for five years. He, we're entering his sixth season with Roma. We've never once played Champions League with him, except the first season he was here, when we already qualified for the Champions League. To be so, fair, the guy before we bought him in was actually uh, uh, an attacking midfielder, but uh, Monchi, uh, I don't know, Monchi just decided to buy players randomly without any thought. He actually bought him to be a defensive midfielder and he never played that in his life. Like The year before he came to us when he played at Atalanta, he had like seven goals or something mm -hmm. like that. So it's not his natural. It wasn't his natural position. Right now, it is his natural position. I just don't think he's like incredibly good at it. Um. Okay. See, I was expecting, I was expecting to find someone who's going to tell me why Cristante is great and awesome, so we can have a proper argument. 
but apparently you're just logical and reasonable as well. <sighs> That's sad. That's sad. Why are you here? I don't know, you <laughs> invited me. <laughs> um... Did you guys know who Billy Bean works for in football now? Like, there was some team that was supposedly doing the Moneyball thing in football. I'm trying to Google Nord, it, but... Nordsland. Or Midland or Nordsland from Denmark. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Was it that? I don't know, I can't find it. Now. I don't know if he works there, but they they do like the Moneyball method. It might be Milan, actually. There was like news this summer that somebody brought in Billy Bean to help them like create an analysis in football and stuff. Was it Milan? Uh, Cardinale what do you guys think? To... Yeah. What What do you guys think about Pioli? Um, he's bald. That's a good thought. Thank you. I don't know, because he was fired once, came back, won a title, and then fans want him gone and want him dead, essentially. Because he won't, apparently, from what I've read from Elon fans, is he won't give up his ideas and thoughts and they don't work. So he's very rigid and that's why Milan struggled. But to me, it's kind of like, if he succeeded once, why are you going away from that? Why are you trying to do something different. Why would why would you try to do something different? The guy won your fucking Scudato, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, just uh, give him what fans. he... So, I don't know. Um, I feel like he's a solid coach. I feel like he can... He's not that special, I guess, but... Yeah, you wanted a disagreement. I think he's an absolute clown and he got lucky with the title that he got because the league was incredibly shit and Inzaghi is... Uh, like uh, a bottler like even this year Inzaghi bottled the league the only reason he stayed was because he somehow somehow magically got to the Champions League final and actually deserves to win it yeah yeah absolutely agreed I mean it's it's insane three Italian teams in the final all three deserve to win all three lost none um... of them deserve to lose yeah. Literally not a single one of like I was so fucking surprised with Inter. I basically watched the game and I was like, do I want to watch Inter lose 5-0? Yeah, I guess it might be a fun game. I guess I should witness it. As the game went on, I was just like, I want Inter to win. They are so fucking good. They are swarming City all over the place. City cannot do anything. Like they were creating chances and stuff, but it's just whatever. It's like, oh a shot straight at the keeper or like a shot ten meters away from the goal, like who cares? Yeah, they were like, that actually they insane. Some... Yeah, Inter was so fucking good. So I expected, good. I expected them to put up a fight. Hmm. I, like I didn't think that City would crush them, but I didn't expect them to actually outplay City for the entire match. Yeah. But what can you do? You spend enough money and. Uh... <laughs> uh, Char, I deleted your heinous uh, blasphemy. What? Just letting you know. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> we we shall not say what you posted in in my Discord. Wow. But yeah. Dude. <laughs> that face. That's. Uh, I shook hands with him. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. Yeah. Why? I shook hands why? with Destro. 
Ooh. I walked with uh, Darasi Kolarov and Florenzi in the sa- on that same day. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, they were on the opposite side of the road. Uh, me and my ex were going to uh, watch them at training in Boston, and then they crossed the road and walked with us, and that was pretty cool. Were you giggling inside? Huh? Were you giggling on the inside? Oh, yeah, I was, like, I was pretty stoked. Like, that's probably, like, uh, number one uh, all-time favorite sporting memory. Number two happened last weekend. (laughs) Uh, Wait, what? Oh, yeah, Charleston game, no? Yeah, I went and saw Ben. Do you want to tell us about that? Ben was a guest we had on one of the episodes. He was a Roma fan. Now he's a Charleston fan. He's not a Charleston fan. Well, oh, okay. he's a Roma and Charleston fan. Roma first, he said. Yeah, I went down to uh, Connecticut to watch uh, USL side Charleston Battery take on the Hartford Athletic. And uh, it was pretty cool because I sat right behind the Charleston bench. And there were these two drunk Hartford fans that were chewing out the Charleston bench. And uh, Charleston went down 3-1 and they came back and won 4-3 in the 90th minute. And then... Uh, I was like the only Charleston supporter, so the whole team came up, you know, I held up my scarf and they applauded. And then I talked to the coach for like 20 minutes, which is pretty cool. And then I got free tickets to go to Charleston. Every time you you tell the story, the the, the amount of time you talk to the coach is lower and lower. Yeah, no, I I, like I asked him, I was like, what is it? If you had any advice for a coach, like a future coach, what would it be? He gave me two pieces of advice and yeah. It was like 20 minutes. It was cool. And then I hung out, waited for them to get on the bus so I could say hi to Ben. like to get into the coaching field? I would love to get into the coaching field. I have uh, the U.S. national team has a grassroots coaching thing, and you can get your basic license for free. You just have to watch a seminar. So it's nice. I have a very basic coaching license. Do they so, have like the, the UEFA badges program in the U.S.? I don't know. Um, I was mostly looking like uh, I would look into that. Um, right now, I'm trying to uh, move a continent over. So I would actually Seems probably, a bit more important. Yeah. Like where I live in the United States, there's not a whole lot of coaching opportunities. So I would probably like. It would be cool to go like I like I I'm very passionate about sports. Uh, I've posted like people call me like a plastic fan or whatever, because all I do is buy jerseys. But um, like I'm very passionate about sports and football is uh, my main passion. So it would be cool just to like work like with like a third division side somewhere and just, you know, do something even if i was the kit man i think that would be like the coolest thing ever like i was in football manager and i was uh managing a uh fourth division danish team and they paid like it said like charizard has been hired for twenty thousand euros a year and that's like the lowest that would be the lowest m- amount of money i ever made anywhere in my life and i would love every moment of that <laughs> where are you looking that's to move cool. huh where are you looking to move to uh Right now, Europe. I don't care where. Anywhere that would take me, actually. If you ask UEFA, Israel is in Europe. Yes. Reeves, do you have a couch uh, available? I've asked that well, question. Well, <laughs> we, we, we kind of do, but at the same... Like, we have a house that we don't live in that's much bigger than this house. But uh, that house has a terrible bathroom. 
I don't give I mean, a shit. I work would, outside. I piss behind a tree. Would you yeah, like a nanny? <laughs> I can clean good. Would you like to like wear an apron, a wig, and everything? Would you do that? Have you seen my TikTok? No. <laughs> I don't think he has a TikTok, but no, uh, I'm, I'm too old. If, I'm if, too old for yeah. TikTok too. I just keep on Reddit and Twitter and Discord. Uh, Instagram? Oh yeah, but it doesn't uh, I have a small Insta actually. I don't really use it for anything. I just get followed by a lot of spam bots. Same. So <laughs> maybe, like I don't know, man. Maybe we're we're trying to figure out something where we can live as well. So he might actually start living in Czech Republic, and we might record podcasts on the spot. But but there is a thing that I actually wanted to do. I'm kind of getting bored with just podcasts. I want oh, to like no. bring more people so we can start talking, you know, just discuss Roma or like watch people in a group of like four or five people and we just discuss the games in voice. There that they, I feel like there's potential for that, but uh I'm not sure how many people would want to do that. Oh, because... you know what'd be cool? We should get a lot of money somehow. And we should do what uh top the top gear guys did for the grand tour. We should get a tent and just go around to random Roma communities and just have a discussion. So Maybe cool. we could go to the world. Like uh, the first part actually sounded very good. We should get a lot of money somehow. I could do without the second part. <laughs> uh, I don't have an issue to uh, come to another episode or join whatever you guys want, but uh, it will have to be in August as I am starting my finals next week. Well, best of luck with that, and uh, I am not... We're probably not going to have another episode in July, because I'm going to be very busy taking care of two babies, temporarily. Hey. What? What are you calling me? <laughs> nah. Um, that's going to be interesting, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to just gather every week and be like, Hey, so what do you think about Roma season? And we're like, July 15. So we'll probably make a break, or take a break as well. Um, is there anything else we didn't talk about? I feel like I'm forgetting something that we, we wanted to ask you, Trax. Think about the situation in Russia. Well, I it's think... It's a special it's, military operation. I think it's all just a big show so that Putin can tell his followers, well, we need to abandon Ukraine because, look, there's problems inside. We need to tend to, but they are trying to withdraw from Ukraine without losing faith of the voters. That's kind of my take. Wait, wait, wait you, hang on, hang on. Are you You're fucking D? Russian. Are you yes. Big D? Oh, now I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, I am Russian. Yeah, tell I us have, what you think. I have, I have family in Rostov. Wait, is that? Yeah, that's is right. Th that's where uh, Wagner uh, took over. Cool. I, I mean, think I don't really care. Yeah. That's pretty much what I think. I don't give a fuck. Well, did you actually move to Israel? Like, born here. Bef you were born there. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you never like felt any connection to Russia, or do you feel? Do your parents have a picture of Putin or Stalin or Yeltsin? <laughs> no. Um, I don't I, think Yeltsin is a, a picture. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't feel a connection with Russia, but I don't feel a connection with Israel. I'm not really that much of a nationalistic guy. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, I was born here. Like, cool. Like, that's pretty much it. Hi, are you me? Uh, no, I'm me. Are you me? Maybe. I don't know. That would be cool. It's kind of I hard don't know. To... You, you, you have a pin, pinned. Uh... You have a pinned comment on the Discord. You said, what was it? It's like if they won that you'd shave your head, boss. I was against Bodo. Uh, yeah. And then you posted a picture and everybody's like, hmm. Called think me ugly. <laughs> I did not. I'm like, wow, it's pretty, pretty ballsy to post a picture of yourself. And then I go do it all the time on Discord. I gave you the courage. I, I yes, thank you for inspiring so me, you tracks. could walk. <laughs> I'm not walking. I'm like hobbling around because I've been. Uh, I support Roma, so my ACL's torn. I, I, do you know that my brother actually tore his ACL? <laughs> Is he a Roma fan as well? I, I mean, I I think they got confused. I was supposed to be the one that <laughs> tore his ACL, but they got the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, I just found your folder with pictures from Tirana, actually. Jesus, how did I not see this for a year? You okay. can also... The, 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 I'll, just, I'll just send the link. Sure, please do. Um... So, what are, you, what, what, is, what, is your, what are your aspirations? What are you trying to achieve? What are you studying? What do you want to I'm be? I'm studying material engineering and chemistry. I would like to... Wait, wait a second. I would like to work in the replenishing energy field. Uh, a dream job for me would be like Solar Edge or something related. I want to work at an international company that will allow me to relocate to Europe because I don't want to stay in Israel. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. But Israel is in Europe. According to okay, fine. I actually work in solar panel industry. So that's a coincidence. They want to get me a job. No. What the I'm fuck? Okay, fine. <laughs> fine <I'm gonna. laughs> Did he just leave? Yeah, he fucking left. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, Thank you. I, I never left. <laughs> he just moved channels. So basically what i learned in photovoltaic industry is this it's amazing it's beautiful it's green so many like it's so heartwarming when you see like chinese people respond to you to your email and they have signatures of like save one tree at a time save the planet it's so cool and you're like oh my god this is awesome how does nobody know about this and then you realize that those companies are funded by lithium digging excavating companies who pretty much destroyed the earth so, I don't know, I just got disappointed. None of this is clean. It all has a downside. Um, however, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can probably try to get you something. I don't know, we'll see. I want I want to get something on my own. I don't want to use connections. And uh, I what think it's too early right now. Okay, I mean, people in your with your expertise are very sought after especially in europe because all they can do now is hire uh, asians like chinese mainly there is vietnamese people as well um but yeah most companies just have like east asian uh, employees who are experts in this field there aren't many who get in on their own 
So yeah, that's. I don't know. I would say you have a good edge. Why do you like this so much? What is what? What is your obsession with it? If what do you mean? It's not a secret. Like, why did you choose this field? Why renewable energy? Why do you care about energy? Are you Greta Thunberg just from Israel? Yes. Yes. Um, I, I originally I knew I wanted to be an engineer, but I don't really I didn't really know where I would be like uh, industry wise. Uh, the past year I've been delving into the different uh, industries, and it's one of the uh, industries that actually interests me the most. Like working on uh, on on that stuff. Uh, I actually started looking at uh, different uh, types of research for uh, uh, how to absorb light uh, in a good way with like uh, how polarotons work and that kind of stuff and I, I just find it very interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean it's definitely like not young industry but it's kind of underdeveloped because all of the development that's happening now is like there is a new breakthrough every four months. Like if this industry was developed there wouldn't be breakthroughs every four months like they're still kind of going into weird shit with trying to get efficiency above 25 percent which is kind of ridiculous and uh, solar panels aren't very effective but like it's really good and it's still developing it's fantastic for the environment and for the world but i don't know europe has a thing where they want to completely switch to solar panel energy by 2050 i think like they call it project 2050 something like that so it's definitely definitely growing industry it's pretty pretty cool but i don't know i feel like at some point somebody's gonna get too greedy and then all the companies are gonna get too greedy and the goal is not gonna be to uh, just make renewable energy it's gonna be scummy and shady like everything let's hope that doesn't happen yeah haha <laughs> Cool. I heard that uh, DoorDash is doing deliveries to uh, the ocean now. They dropped off five guys to some sharks. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Tell me that that's a joke funny. and not a story. Huh? Tell me that's that a joke and not an actual story. It's a, it's a joke. Okay, <laughs> good. I don't know. Dude. I've been reading fucking DoorDash subreddit. The stories, they're insane. I don't believe in anything at this point. Shout out to Great and Dick. The best name of all time to get drafted into the NBA. Do you um, know that, like the whole uh, conspiracy theory about, uh, like I don't know how you say it in English, uh, Charza. Do you know like the conspiracy theory where people believe the government sprays uh, stuff in the air to control us? Yes, the chemtrails are turning the frogs. Yeah, green. yeah, chemtrails. So it actually uh, got here to Israel. Oh no! And uh, yeah, and I was like talking about it with a colleague, and I was like, "Yeah, some guy I knew, I know, posted it on Facebook." And I was like, "Okay, I didn't know you were retarded. Guess I'm gonna unfriend you." <laughs> and then she was like, "Wait, I also believe in that. Are you gonna uh, unfriend me as well?" And I was like, "Okay." So yeah, of course, yeah. I don't know. The world is kind of getting more and more polarizing. We're like. You don't want to discuss stuff with people. You're just like, okay, you believe in that? Goodbye. I just bye. Just no. Like it's hard to deal with people when, in the age of technology, everyone just believes in 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 what they read and what they learn so hard. There is absolutely nothing else. No other way. Not no 
other choices. Nothing can go different from what you read online. It's just, I don't know. I hate it. I hate the world. But Roma is fun when it's summer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we get cool things like jersey releases and shit like that. And missing children. Yes, and we sign one player. We're like, oh my god, how did nobody else think of this weird genius? As Hussein Awar is the next Messi. Nobody fucking knows that. He's the Kevin De Bruyne of Algeria. Weird. The only ones to figure it out. But uh, how how long do you guys think it's gonna be before he's benched permanently because he doesn't care? I think Three he months. cares. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he's gonna be good. No. Um, Char, before we go, you need to tell us one name that you want to see in Roma. One dude. Just one. I already did, Matt Turner. No, it has to be like a big name. A big name? Yes. Matt Turner. Jordi Petrovic. Matt Turner, but capitalized. Yes. All caps. Whatever that markdown <laughs> thing is to make it all bold. Who's the, who's the NBA player that tweets everything in all caps? Kanye West. She, Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant actually uh, joined some people's uh, Twitter spaces, whatever, because it was called KD is not top five, and he just casually talks to them. <laughs> what the fuck with Kevin Durant? It's fucking amazing. Like, can you, can you imagine being that rich and that like just bored? You just talk to random people about their shit opinions on you. Mean. One, uh, Aren't one we doing this thing. right now, or is that the joke? But we are not rich. Yeah, but we are talking. We're rich in friends. Okay, sure. <laughs> what, did, what are we trying to say, Char? Oh, uh, Jalen Brown still hasn't typed out a goodbye to Marcus Smart, probably because he's only using his right hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Jalen's right. Okay, yeah. Jalen Brown's right hand or collar of his right foot? Left foot, sorry. Which one is... <laughs> sorry, Trax, you don't get this. Um, if we have nothing else to mention, well, Trax, thank you very much. It's been me begging you for, what, five months now to uh, join us? And uh, you finally did. It was a great coincidence. Um, I guess we'll see you soonish. As he just mutes himself and goes AFK. I think he's ah. on. <laughs> Sorry, I was just, I was saying, just killing Palestinians. <laughs> well, good luck to any Palestinians. Uh, yeah, man. Just wanted to say thanks for joining us after five months of me begging you. Uh, thank you for having me. I would, uh, I would enjoy being here again if you would like. Of course. So, uh... Haven't you uh, seen we just we just re reinvite the same people over and over again? No, I, I really want to organize something where like more people can just, you know, go into voice and chat about Roma. Like if we watch the games together or some shit, that'd be fucking hilarious. Especially if yeah, you're sure. drunk. Hey. Um Yes, Char. What? Said drunk. Drunk watching games. Totally haven't done that. I, I wonder if we're ever gonna release the the one thing where we recorded watching Roma drunk. Where the first half was amazing, and the second half, second half we just said nothing because there was literally nothing happening. Anyway, uh, that's it for the episode. Let me just get out the bots. Follow us, and we have Instagram page and Twitter and shit. And um, that's what we Twitter, Robin Hood. Yes. 
Slick bands opposed to with the desperation of a soldier. My lyrics hold ya, feel my heart beat even colder. Fighting for my rights in dark and alleys like guerrilla warfare. Now I plan assassinations because the Western nation keeps us in ghettos like an urban reservation. I'll attack at red dawn, no time remaining on point. Military missionaries, how I vary. My mind is scary, preparations for crime. One time, feel me rain. So feel me rain. Black rain, black rain, citizen king. Talking black rain, black rain, black rain. Peace to the in the game, black rain, black rain. Through the struggles and the strain, black rain, black rain. Elements of mind, so feel the rain from behind, black rain, black rain. Peace to the in the game, black rain, black rain. Through the struggles and the strain, black rain, black rain.